In this shiurim, we're dedicated to the topics of Birchot HaShachar and Birchot HaTorah. We will begin today with the introduction to Psuke de Zimra. We'll skip the sections of uh, prayers that are said between Birchot HaShachar and the beginning of Psuke de Zimra. The first thing that we say really after the uh, sections of the Karbanos, etc., is a Kaddish. Now, this Kaddish is not the usual Kaddish that we say at Davening, but it's a Kaddish to Rabbanan. And really, it has nothing to do with the fact that we said Brachas or we said the sections in between. It's to do with the fact that we learned Torah. The original concept of Kaddish was actually a Kaddish to Rabbanan. When the Chachamim used to learn together, we have a custom of making sure that you learn Agadah, and then they would say a Kaddish that they called the Kaddish to Rabbanan. So this Kaddish is said after the Brice of Rabbi Ishmael, after we've learned parts of Mikra, Mishnah, and Talmud, so it's appropriate to say a Kaddish to Rabbanan. But it really is not a Kaddish because of the first part of Davening, it's really a concept of Kaddish to Rabbanan. The first thing we do say then in Minag Ashkenaz is to say Mizmar David. And we do say Kaddish afterwards. Here, I would like to understand why we say this prayer at all and why we say Kaddish afterwards. The whole chapter of Mizmar David is rather problematic. I'll leave most of the explanations for the people who have written about Tehillim, many, many important svarim have been written about Tehillim, where they try to explain this parak. But I'd like to just point out some of the problems of the parak. Number one, the parak begins, Mizmar Shechanukata Bait David, the song that David sang at the Chanukata Bait. But we know that David did not build the base of Megdash. There's no Chanukat Abayit to David. David was rejected as a builder of the base of Megdash. His son Shlomo would, be, would build the base of Megdash. But David was told that he cannot build the base of Megdash. So what's this Mizmar Sheikh Chanukat Abayit? Another question which we will not deal with at all is the whole Perek does not seem to have anything to do with Chanukat Abayit. The whole parak is talking about David's illnesses, the fact that he recovered from his illness. He thanks HaKadosh Baruch Hu that his enemies were disappointed that he pulled through. He now feels he is alive and therefore he can praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What does all this have to do with Mizmar Shechanukat HaBayit LeDavid? My problem is more why do we say this at this particular place in Davening? So, I would like to suggest that David HaMelech might have written this Mizmor even though he knew that he would not be able to build the Beis HaMikdash, but he wrote this Mizmor and asked that it be sung at the time of the Binyan Beis HaMikdash. And somehow this would show that his illnesses were cured, he somehow was accepted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who kept him alive, and therefore, 
he wanted to have his song sung at the Chanukah Sabayas. Or, we could suggest that David lived in such anticipation of the building of the Beis HaMikdash, knowing that it would soon be built, hoping that he would be able to build it himself, but knowing that his son Shlomo would build it, and he lived in such anticipation, such eager awareness that the Beis HaMikdash would be built soon, that he already sang a song of Chanukah Sabayis Ladavid. This may be part of the explanation why we say Mizmar Shechanukat Habayit according to Menach Ashkenaz right after Karbanos. We know that we say Karbanos because of the Pasuk Unishamafarim Sifateinu. We cannot bring Karbanos and therefore we say what we utter, the words that we say should be in place of the Karbanos. But we're not satisfied. We anticipate the building of the Beis HaMikdash We are so eager to have the Beis HaMikdash built that it reminds us of David HaMelech who perhaps was the epitome of the idea of anticipating, eagerly awaiting Binyin Beis HaMikdash. After all, he sang Mizmar David even though the Beis HaMikdash was not yet built. We want to show, by connecting Mizmar Shechanukat Abayit to Karbanos, that we anticipate the building of the Beis HaMikdash Perhaps that's the reason why we say Kaddish afterwards. If we would not say Kaddish afterwards, we might have thought that the Mizmar Shechanukas is the beginning of Psuke de Zimra. Even though it's said before Baruch Shamar. But somehow we say we say Mizmashir as part of Sukkot de Zimra. But if the idea is to connect Mizmashir Chanukas to, to to Karbanos, then to demonstrate that we finished this section of davening and Mizmashir Chanukas actually belonged to the first section of davening, we would say Kaddish afterwards to show this is an end of what we've done before. We have said Karbanos. We said Mizmar Shechanukas, we finished one section of davening, we'll say Kaddish, and now we'll begin Psuke de Zimra. Psuke de Zimra, according to the Minak Svad, has Mizmar Shechanukas within the context of Psuke de Zimra. It's after Baruch Shammar. They perhaps interpreted the concept of Bismar Shechanukas as a regular part of Psuke de Zimra, which would have in it a parak of Tehilim, a parak of David HaMelech, which praises HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and perhaps they did not explain the parak the way I did, and they felt it more relevant to put it in Psuke de Zimra, and therefore there is no Kaddish, besides the Kaddish Rabbana, and they start right away by saying Hodu, and there's Bismar uh, uh, Baruch Shama and, and, and the rest of Psuke de Zimra. Psuke de Zimra is our next topic. And actually, Psuke de Zimra is said without a minion. The Rambam in Hilchas Tefillah says very clearly, Say Tefillah Satsibur Kachu. 
Perektes Halacha Aleph. The order of Tfilas HaTzibur, Kola Am Yoshvim, Ushliach Tzibur Yeret of Neativa. Ve'omeid Be'emtza Am, Umatchil Ve'omer Kaddish, Ve'chola Am Onim Amen, Yeshvi Rabba, etc., etc. According to the Rambam, the concept of Tfilas HaTzibur starts with the Kaddish before Baruch Hu. Psuke de Zimra is not something to do with the Minyat at all. It's said as individual people who are preparing perhaps for tefillah by saying Pesukah de Zimra. When I was uh, much younger in America, I heard that in Lakewood, they didn't even announce the time of davening. Like most will say, we'll daven whatever time, 7 o'clock, 6.30, whatever time you daven chakras. In Lakewood, I heard that the custom was they would announce what time they're going to say Baruch Hu. Everybody would come to Shul, to the base Medrash, in time that he could say Psuke de Zimra, according to the way he would say Psuke de Zimra, and get up to the Tzibur when they would start saying Baruch Hu. It was not part of a minyan at all. That's why, in many, many Shuls, they allow a child below the age of Bar Mitzvah to lead the community in saying Psuke de Zimra. There is no din of Tzibur for Psuke de Zimra. All that there is, and according to our custom, is we want the people to say it together in order to make sure there's a group of people together that will reach Baruch at the same time. If that's true, it's not something that need be done by a, by a person who's by mitzvah. It could be done by a child as well. So, that seems to be the custom that we have. There's no din of tzibur for Pesukah what is the source of saying Pesukah de Zimra at all? So, people point to two different Gemaras that are relevant. The Gemara in Brachas, Tathlamid Bezim and Aleph, says in the name of Rav Simlai, Amar Rav Simlai, Le'olam Yisader Adam Shvecho Shalakadosh Baruch Hu, V'achakach Yitpalel. A person should always organize the praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, only afterwards should he daven. Daven means to ask for something. And the Gemara quotes a source for this. Menelan mi Moshe. The source is Moshe Rabbeinu. Dechsiv ve'etchanan al-Hashem ba'itahi. In the beginning, of course, the parashat ve'etchanan, it says that Moshe davened. Uchtiv Hashem alokim. Ata achilot al-arot et avdechat god lechavet yadecha chazaka. Moshe began his prayer by saying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu began to show him his greatness, God's greatness, his strong hand. Nobody else could do what HaKadosh Baruch Hu could do. And only afterwards to say Moshe's request, I would like to enter the land of Eretz Israel. So you see from here, the Ramam took this as a biblical requirement, that tefillah must have shavach, praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu before you ask for something. As a matter of fact, we do this in Shmon Esrei. Isn't that the way our Shmon Esrei is formulated? The beginning of Shmon Esrei, of course, the first three brachas, are shavach, are the praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The brachas avos, the brachas of gvuros, atakadosh, 
those brachas are the praise of Hakadosh Baruch Only afterwards we ask the middle brachas, which are the uh, bakashas. And uh, of course, we end with hoda. The Gemara didn't mention here hoda, but the Ram thinks that the threefold s- section of davening, namely shevach bakash and hoda, is a, seems to be a biblical origin. But we do it anyway. Apparently, the people that quote this as a source for saying Psuke de Zimra think that even before we say Shmon Esrei, the Shevach of Psuke de Zimra should somehow precede even the Shevach of Shmon Esrei. The Gemara that seems to be more directly connected to what we call Psuke de Zimra is found in Shabbos Tav Kuf Yud Chesem Omer of Yossi. The Gemara in Shabbos mentions a number of things that Rav Yossi thought would be special behavior. And Rav Yossi said, I would like to be among the people who say halal every day. The Gemara then goes on to say, Is that really true? The Ha'amamar it's almost blasphemous to say hello daily. And the Gemara answered, I was referring to Psuke de Zimra. So on one hand, the Gemara says, to say Halel, which we call Halel HaMitzvi, the Halel that is said on Yamin Tovim, or what you call the Chatsi Halel of Rosh Chodesh, but specifically the full Halel that you see in Yamin Tovim, that Halel should not be said every day. It's almost blasphemous to say it every day. On the other hand, to say Psuke de Zimra every day, that Rav Yossi th- thought is extremely meritorious. Namely, Psuke de Zimra. When Rav Yossi said, does that mean that most people did it? It was an accepted custom? Generally, if a person would say, oh, it's I, I did this, this is special, I want to be special, it would seem to be something that's not really, really required. But it's a good idea. I could quote Gemaras that have a statements like that, and some of them might seem to be normative halacha, and some of them might seem to be only extra special chumras that some people did. On the same page that we're learning, the Gemara mentions, for example, that I would like to be one of the people who shall shoot us. Now, the Shulchanarach Paskins that a person must be Chalashudas. Did Rav Yossi mean to say that it's just meritorious? Or did he mean to say that maybe, even though you're required to do it, but many people don't do it? This question could be discussed anytime the Gemara says something special, that I, 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 a person is special because he did this. Does that mean that most people don't do it or didn't do it? Do they have to do it? In any case, Rabbi Yossi seems to be the one who said that you should say halal every day, namely, that's Psuke de Zimra.
Now, why is it that the Gemara says that Halel HaMitzri should not be said every day? Whereas Halel HaPsuket Zimra, oh, that was a good idea to say that every day. Rav Salavechik once gave a Yotzai cheer on Psuket Zimra. It's printed in the second volume of Shirun L'Zeich Rabbamari. And I would recommend that the people who are now thinking more about Psuket Zimra and involved should read that article, that read that Shi'ur, and see some beautiful ideas about Psuket Zimra. I'll only mention one right now. The difference between Halel HaMitzri and Halel Psuket Zimra was explained as follows. HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world in two different manners. There are sometimes, very occasionally, HaKadosh Baruch Hu demonstrates to the world an amazing miracle. He changes the order of the world. Of course, the classic example that we, talk, we could talk about is Kriyas Yamsuf. Kriyas Yamsuf is supernatural, what we would call a nice nigla, an overt miracle. But every day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ke'ilu, as it were, recreates the world every day. HaMechadesh Bechoyom Tamid Every single day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows the world to run according to what we call nature. So that is also a miracle. It's not a miracle that comes once in a lifetime, or once in many lifetimes, but it's a day-in, day-out miracle. HaMechadesh Bechoyom Tamid Masevreshis. It's as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu every day recreates the world. The idea of the two different ways that Kaddish Baruch Hu runs the world was expressed very clearly in the Ramban in the end of Parshas Bo. The Ramban uses the phrase Neis Nigla and Neis Nister. And he said that we live daily with what we would call Nisim Nistarim. The very fact that a person can stand up a person can begin to walk. The very fact that the sun shines in the morning is not to be taken for granted and just assume this is the way the world works. This is the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world in Nisim Nistarim. Everything is a nice Nistar. The Ramban becomes very impassioned and eloquent about this particular idea. I will not quote the Ramban verbatim, but more or less, the Ramban says, "Ain la adam chelik b'torahs Moshe Rabbeinu, ad shi'amin b'chol ma'asenu u'mikreinu shekulam nisim, ain b'hem teva klal b'in b'yachid b'in b'tzibur." A person does not have a share in Moshe Rabbeinu's Torah unless he believes in all our actions, in all things that we might have thought there's some like mikrenu which could be translated as coincidences, that there are miracles. There is no such thing as nature. It's all in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Bein b'yachid, bein b'tzibur. Whether communally or personally.
Everything is a miracle. And the Ramban goes on to say that if a person does not believe in a hidden miracle, then he won't believe in an overt miracle, and vice versa. Every day, a person should realize that there are, we live daily with Nisim Nisim Nistarim, but we do not live daily with Nisim Gluim. That occurs only on special occasions. The Halel of Halel HaMitzri is a Halel of supernatural miracles, of Hayam Rav Hayanos, Hayayden Yisav Le'achar, Heharim Rakduch Eilim, Givos Kivnetzom, miracles. This can only be said on special occasions. If a person does not understand the difference between Nesnister and Nikla, it's almost blasphemy. On the other hand, a person should be aware of the Nisim Nistarim that occur daily. So, Psuki de Zimra refers to the Nisim Nistarim, the Nisim that we encounter daily. As I said before, And we praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu Min HaShemayim Ben Romim Halu Komalacha Valu Kotzva Valu Shemishverech Halu Kokochveyor All the forces of nature. We should praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They should praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. These are what you think is nature. It's not nature. It's Nisim Nistarim. And therefore we should praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu for every day for the Nisim Nistarim. What is Psuke de Zimra? Psuke de Zimra is really the Prakim of Tehilim written by Shlomo HaMelech, written by David HaMelech. And of course, this is clear to anyone who really pays attention to davening, as we say in the end of Baruch Sha'amar, Uveshire David Avdecha, Naalelcha Hashem Elokeinu Bishvachot Uvizmirot. Etc. And we will use the Shirim of David Amalech. We will use Tehilim to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So all of Psuke de Zimra is basically Tehilim. A person now will come to ask me if that's true. So why do we say um, Az Yashir? Az Yashir doesn't really seem to be part of Psuke de Zimra for a number of reasons. One of the, which, it's from the Torah. And we said Psuke de Zimra comes from David HaMelech. Secondly, if we would say part of Torah and part of Tilim, shouldn't the Torah precede Tilim? Isn't the Kedusha of Torah much higher than the Kedusha of Tilim? Shouldn't we have begun Psuke de Zimra by saying Az Yashir? Thirdly, According to the explanation that we gave, that Psuki de Zimra is daily miracles, why would Azyasha be part of Psuki de Zimra at all? The clue to the answer seems to be in the Rambam, in Perek Zayin of Hilchas Tfila, Halacha Yud Gimel. The Rambam there says, that really Psuke de Zimra do not have Az Yashir in them at all. 
And he writes as follows. Yesh mekomot shenagu bahem likot b'choyom achar shemevachim ishtabach shirat hayam. There are there is a custom, says the Rambam, to say as Yashir after Yishtabach. Some people say Some people have a custom, we've never heard of that custom, of saying Hazinu after Yishtabach. And some people say both of them. This is not considered at all part of Pesukah de Zimra, and it's really not to be said within Pesukah de Zimra at all. Somehow the minig of Am Yisrael, and I'd really like to ask for some input from people why you would think this is true, but somehow the custom of the people was that they wanted to say Shira every day, whether it's Shirat Azinu or Shirat Az Yashir, and they Somehow, even though it doesn't really belong in Pesukei de Zimra, they put it within Pesukei de Zimra against the custom that the Rambam mentioned. But for our purposes, we've really answered the question of why Az Yashir is in Pesukei de Zimra with an answer that it's really not. It's really not included in Pesukei de Zimra at all. Now, what is Pesukei de Zimra? So, in one hand, we know that Minig Ashkenaz and Minig Sfard begin a little bit differently, but we all know that the Baruch Sh'amar and Yishtabach are the brachos that precede Pesukah Zimra. It seems to be that everything that's inside is included as part of Pesukah Zimra. But that doesn't seem to be true according to the Rishonim who discuss it. The Gemara that I mentioned before in Shabbos, Tav Kufiyot Chesem where it says that Rabbi Yossi said you should say Psuke de Zimra. So Rashi says in that Gemara, Shnei Mizmarim Shel Hirurim Halu et Hashem and Hashemayim Halu If you would learn that Rashi, literally, Rashi thinks what is Psuke de Zimra? Only two prakim. The only two prakim are the ones which have Haruluka, but only two of them. What about the rest of Pesukah de Zimra? According to Rashi, that's not the essence of Pesukah de Zimra. Some people want to explain Rashi as including much more than that. He just meant uh, that this is the Ikar. But it's hard to say what Rashi really meant when he just said Dus Tuprakim. Why would Rashi really call them Pesukah de Zimra? Ipsuke de Zimra, the literally the words mean uh, psukim of Shira. Why wouldn't the whole hour, the whole psuke uh, de Zimra that we call psukim? Why wouldn't that be called psuke de Zimra? It seems to be that Rashi took the Gemara very literally. On one hand, the Gemara said Rabbi Yossi was referring to psuke de Zimra, but nevertheless, Rabbi Yossi did use the phrase Yehichelki in Gomei Halel B'Choyam. I want people to fin- to say Halal every day. He called it Halal. Not only did he call it Halal, he said, Gomrei Halal, B'chol Yom. What did he mean by that? So, let's say we take the section of Ashrei. We consider it a very important part of, of uh, Pesukah Zimra, as I'll explain in a minute. But nevertheless, there's no phrase 
that you have as clear as the Hallel of Halus Hashem Rishamayim, or the, any section that has Hallel in it, that has the words Hallel, Yalaluka. So Rashi apparently wanted to explain why Rav Yossi called it Hallel. So he said it's called Hallel because of those Prakim that have the words Hallel in them. But that, according to Rashi, seems to be the Ikar of Suke de Zimra and the Ikar of Hallel. Now we know that the Halacha is not necessarily according to that explanation that we just gave in Rashi. If we look in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simon and Base, there is a whole discussion. If a person comes late to Shul, what should he do? What part of davening should he skip in order to catch up to the tzibur? By the way, you see from here how important tefillah b'tzibur is, that even though halel of psuke de zimra is considered really, really important, they we allow a person to skip psuke de zimra even to completely skip Suke de Zimra, if it would mean that this way he could catch up to the minion. But there is an order of what he should skip. Let's say he has only a few minutes, he has a few more minutes. What is the order in which he should skip? Most people are aware that the bottom line is the Psak Halacha that we have based on the Ramah is that a person who is very late can say just Baruch Shammar, and say Ashrei, and say Yishtabach. So, if that's true, it would seem to be that Ashrei is the most important part of Psuke de Zimra, and not necessarily the Halel, the parts of the of the Tvilah that have Halel in them. It could be that we say Ashrei, and we consider it very important because of the Gemara that says that your person should say Ashrei three times a day. So it could very well be that in terms of Suki de Zimra, we're going to talk about the Halalukas. But in terms of at least saying Ashrei, that's based on a different Gemara. Be that as it may, it's important to see what the different Rishonim say is considered the essence of Suki de Zimra. And we'll continue with other opinions in the next year.